and gives a person barakra. I explain what is barakra. Among the things that gives a person barakra is the moral idea that is that a person must be honest in his dealings. He must be very honest in his dealings. He must not hide and he must not create a wrong impression or he must not give a false meaning to anybody or false be guide somebody to something that will be wrong. But he has to be honest and truthful in his dealings. Then he will make small profit, but Allah Ta'ala gives him barakla in that profit. This comes in the ahadith. But my dear brothers, by speaking a lie and by being deceitful to somebody in our business transaction, and we're earning a lot of profit, but that profit, my dear brothers, that is a lot, it is devoid of barakah. Allah Ta'ala takes away the barakah from that. Then, my dear brothers, even if you earn a lot, then it is devoid of barakah, you have wasted, you have got nothing, my dear brothers. Allah Ta'ala safeguard and protect us, we have to be very cautious and very careful. A person can earn a lot of wealth by speaking lies or by being deceitful to somebody. But that wealth that is devoid of the balakra and the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, my dear brothers, what is the benefit of that wealth? It seems to be a lot, but in reality it is very little. My dear brothers, a person who was, you know, he, uh, he seen in his dream, the malaika is speaking in a dream, and they are offering a fish to a person. And the other one, they were offering him more to teach him a lesson. So in the dream he said, that if you take this here, you want two or you want one? So the person said, tell me whether the two, one person is asking the other person and the person is seeing the dream. So the person asked in the dream, that this here that you are offering him more, is it devoid of baraka or it has baraka? So he said that two is devoid of Balaka. But this one here, it has got Balaka in it. So he said that in that one fish, Allah Ta'ala gave some type of a pearl or something was in the stomach of the fish. So when the person cut the fish, and he took out the pearl, and he went and sold it, it was a halal, it was a halal transaction. And with that one, Allah Ta'ala gave him a lot of benefit. So we sometimes, my dear brothers, we don't understand what is the meaning of Baraka and how Allah Ta'ala grants a person Baraka. We can't understand. Sometimes we are thinking that by having a lot, then that having a lot is having Baraka, but if you have a lot, but if it is divide, devoid of Baraka, then my dear brothers, then it is not, not, not worth it. So for example, my dear brothers, by speaking a lie or by being deceitful to somebody, a person earned, for example, let's say 20,000 rand. Now while going, he had an accident. And after he had land up in the accident, now his entire car, it cost 25,000 rand to fix up. So all the profit that he made is even short from what damages he may have caused in his car. The car damage is 25,000 and he made 20,000 profit but still he is a poor person. Why? Because his wealth is devoid of baraka. And that person, my dear brothers, who Allah Ta'ala grants baraka in the little that he did, he may have made 2,000 profit. 
آخر بات اللہ تعالیٰ سیو یو دا ملائک سیو یو وائی یو چائیو می بی سم بڈی کیل پاس سیو اور سم بی ہیپن دا ملائک پروٹیکس اے پرسن اللہ تعالیٰ ہیز گرپ ود آس ود ایمی پرسن دا ملائک ہی پروٹیکٹن دیٹ ایز وائی یو سی سم ٹائمز پرسن ایز جائیو ان ای کار ویز ای ایکسیڈنٹ پر دا کار ایز کمپلیٹلی فیشت دیٹ اللہ تعالیٰ میڈ ہیم کم آؤٹ فرم دا کار ود آل ای سکرچ آلسو Now he's scratching his head, he's thinking, what's happening? How did this happen? Everybody is saying, how you came out from this car? This car is completely damaged. But my dear brothers, this is the hidden hand of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the malaika that protect us. But the, but, the, but the manner in which a person will become eligible for barakah, for safety and protection from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, my dear brothers, if he conducts himself according to the teaching of the Qur'an and the teaching of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in fires and the actions are concerned. We have to refocus ourselves, my dear brothers. We are thinking getting a lot is, having a lot is very good. But my dear brothers, we have to strive to have But we have to have number one halal and number two with barakah, with the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The second thing, my dear brothers, we have to be very cautious. You know, it's like a tank, you know, now it's easy for us in South Africa to understand. You have a big tank, you have water going inside the tank. Huh? But if you have the taps open, no, not, no matter how many thousand meters you're going to put into the tank, The thing is coming out, the taps are open, it's useless. Eh? You can put tons of thousands of liters whole day and whole night, put water in the tank. You're thinking the water is going to get full, it's looking like it's getting full. But because the taps are open slowly, the water is creeping out from everywhere. And I might give the example of this, my dear brothers. That we, my dear brothers, we are making a lot of effort. We are filling our tank, filling it. But because of our actions, which is the taps that is in the, that is in the tank, the taps are open. What do you mean by the tanks being open, my dear brothers? The manner in which we conduct ourselves. Maybe our, we are speaking lies in our business. Sometimes we are being deceitful. Sometimes we are showing something and we are selling something else. Allah Ta'ala save that and protect us, my dear brothers. Then sometimes we make a commitment to somebody and we are not fulfilling. These are all the taps. Then sometimes we are getting involved in riba, in interest, my dear brothers. So we are doing, we are taking some goods and then we are not being able to make a prayer. We make a promise to pay it, but we are unable to pay it. Now we are paying interest. So these are like the taps in the tank that is left open. So no matter how much you put in, how much of water you put in, but the tank is open. The tap is open, so all the barakah is going away. So similarly, my dear brothers, when we conduct ourselves in an inappropriate manner, we are disrespectful to our elders. We don't read salah in time, my dear brothers. We don't have no zikr in our life. Constantly we are fighting, constantly we are fighting. It comes in the hadith of people who are constantly fighting, Allah Ta'ala takes away the barakah from that. Constantly we are fighting. 
Then there is no tilawat of Quran in our house. There is no zikrullah. There is no guests coming and eating from our home. We are denied of barakah. A person who is getting guests in his home, he is having barakah in his home. But now we are not, we are fighting with our neighbor. And the neighbor is complaining, we are complaining, the wife is fighting, the children are fighting. We are thinking we are getting a lot. I'm going to work 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm coming back 7 o'clock in the night. I'm working very hard, 12 hours. But my dear brothers, a person is deprived of Baraka, then no matter how much he is accumulating, but it is like a fire. It is like the tap or like the tank of water with all the taps open. We have to change our strategy. The first thing a person will tell you, intelligent man will say, you know what? When you're putting the water in the tank, first close the taps. If you close the tap, then when you put the water inside, it will stay. Then when you need it, you can use it. So each one of us, my dear brothers, we have to take stock of our own life. We have to take stock of ourselves. And we have to ask ourselves, we have to close our eyes. We have to sit down and reflect and contemplate over the 24 hours. And see in the 24 hours, how am I living my life? Am I living my life according to the tariqah of Rasulullah sallallahu Am I living my life according to what the Quran and the Sunnah have taught me? Or am I doing my own thing? I'm doing what I am thinking is right. My dear brothers, a person who does what he thinks is right, then he's leaving his step open. Everything that we do, my dear brothers, two brothers, they are fighting, why? Why may be giving another brother money? But they don't write it down. They don't write it that I'm giving you 10,000, we will appear you on a certain date. My dear brothers, our teachings of our being, that even if you are dealing with a brother and giving him something alone, we must write it down. We are finding a lot of, lot of miserable, unnecessary problem in our community because we don't talk, we don't write it down and we don't clarify. We are not sure. So I will take somebody to build my house. So he build the house but we don't do the plastering for example. Now you say, no, no, you only told me to build the house. You didn't speak about plastering. So my dear brothers, that is why it is so important that when you do something, it must be done in a proper way. Everything must be written. That you are building the house, you are doing the plastering, you are doing the painting, you are going to put the windows, you are going to clean it after you finish. Because the simple things can create a problem. We had one case in our office one time, one husband and wife, they were fighting. So now they are came to have a divorce in our office. So the husband, he is ready now to give the divorce. We asked the lady, anything else before we get the paper signed? So she said, my husband, he owes me 300,000 then. He owes me. He must pay me my money. So we asked, is this true? We owe, him, we owe her money. So he said, I don't owe her any money, I don't know about this 300,000, but I know that she did renovation in our house. So she changed the tiles, and she made a nice room, she made bathroom, and she did visitor's area, and she did all of this. So she said, yeah, 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 that same money that I spent for the renovation of our house, I want that money from you. 
Now I'm talking about two people, husband and wife. So the husband is asking our committee that am I liable to pay my wife this 300,000 rand that she's asking for because she never asked me anything. She didn't ask me whether I must put, do the renovation. We can get one time, one time for 50 rand, one time. And we get one time for 500 rand also. <laughs> So she didn't ask me which time I must buy, how much I must spend, uh, this is what I want to do, I want to do the extension, I did swimming pool, etc. She did everything on her own. Now she's asking us, do I still have to pay her? So my dear brothers, if you don't ask, and there's no clarification even between husband and wife, whether something is a loan or whether something is a gift, between husband and wife, there's no clarification. Whether something is a loan or whether something is a gift, it can create a misunderstanding between husband and wife. And we go to the level of divorce. Now the husband is saying, Mulana, please tell my wife she must take her time when she's going from her house. She must take her swimming pool also from the house. She must take all the renovations she did when she's going. She must take everything and go. Don't ask me to pay for anything. What caused the problem, my dear brothers? What caused the problem? Misunderstanding. No clarification. Nothing in writing. Nothing confirmed that I am giving you this money, I am using this money to do the renovation, but you are going to pay me back. And then the husband has to agree to it. Then only then you, can, you can say, well, now that this was a loan, you have to pay it back. So because there was no nothing in writing, she didn't ask the husband, there was no understanding in the husband that I'm, that my wife is using this money and I have to pay her back. So my dear brother, we have to say, sorry, this was your own doing and you have to bear the responsibility of the expenses that you have borne yourself without any clarification. Sometimes partners have a, a problem between one another. If husband and wife have, sometimes the son and the father have a problem. And it takes away the barakah in the business. Now the son, he doesn't know whether he is an employee in the business or whether he is the owner of the business or whether he is a shareholder in the business. So father and son are in one business. My brothers, these are the problems we have in our community which is easily in our sharia that can be dissolved that can be understand, understanding. So now when the father passed away, the son who is running the business with the father, he thinks in his mind that now this business is belong to me. But it's not like that in the Sharia. All the children of the deceased father, sons and daughters and his wife, they are all shareholders in the business. Not only the son who is working in the business. See, this is a misunderstanding. Now he takes control of the business and he forgets about his brothers and sisters. Islamically, my dear brothers, this is completely haram. But now there might be a person, a businessman, whose son is helping in the business. Now he wants him to benefit or to be more owner of the business maybe because he knows how the business is working. So he needs to sit down and draw a contract. He needs to work in a shareholder in the business. Maybe he keeps 50% and gives his son 50%. Or sometimes he keeps 50% and gives his, uh, or 60% and gives his son 40%. Now if the father passes away, 
Then the other beneficiaries, they only benefit from the 60% that is the owner, that the father has owned. The 40% because the son was hiding, the father decided he's going to make him the owner and gives him 40%. In that way, my dear brothers, he still becomes a majority owner of the business. But he doesn't become the complete owner of the business. That is why, my dear brothers, when a person sometimes, he doesn't conduct his affairs, he doesn't ask, he does something in his own understanding. Deal, my dear brothers, deal, we cannot do according to our understanding. Deal, we have to do according to what is taught to us by Allah, what is taught to us by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, not according to our understanding. I'm going to finish with this one story. One lady came in our office. Now she said to us, we noticed that she was married to somebody. First she was married to someone, then after that she was married to somebody else. Now we ask, then that first marriage, how your talaq took place? How? How your talaq took place? So she said, no, my husband, he never, my first husband, he never gave me talaq. My elders in my family, they told me that now, you know, six months now your husband will never sleep with your husband. Six months you are separated. Automatically it is talaq. You understand what I'm saying? Somebody told her like this. Somebody in her family. Now these elderly people, they didn't know the masla that by separating with your husband and wife separated, it is not talaq. A husband has to give talaq to his wife. You have to write the talaq. They know it is talaq. If you are separated, you are here and your wife is in Congo, automatically your wife can't get married to somebody. It's not allowed in Islam. They have to either give talaq or there has to be something, some arrangement deal after which she will do it that and then after that then she can go to somebody else. So she's telling us that no, my elders in my family, they said no, this man is a good man now, you must get married to him. So I got married to him because they told me that my first husband, I never sleep with him for six months now, so automatically it is talaq. So she got married to another man and from that man she left children also. But in Sharia she was still not, uh, talaq wasn't taking place on the first husband. You see my dear brothers, because we do something in our own understanding and we don't know. But that is why my dear brothers, my message for you today, very simple my dear brothers, is as far as our deal is concerned, we must be very careful who we are asking. You can't ask a carpenter whether you can have a heart operation or not. He doesn't know. He knows about carpentry. You can't ask a doctor whether you must fix the tap, how to fix the tap, because he doesn't know. He knows about the heart or he knows that he's a doctor. You have to ask a plumber about it. Each man will get a feeling. Each man has got his own, can I say, his own speciality. So we have to ask a person who is a specialist about what is our need. So don't just go by anybody and find out about being, number one. Number two, as far as we are conducting ourselves, my dear brothers, our business affairs, our maqsad and objective is not to get a lot. Our maqsad and objective is to get the barakah. And if we get barakah in our business, then the hand of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is upon us, all our needs will get fulfilled. And if we safeguard and protect ourselves from the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then my dear brothers, we are closing the tap, not allowing the barakah to escape. 
Allah Ta'ala give you the tawfiq and give me the tawfiq give us understanding wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah